Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. So what's better is if you have a short, really great live people that people engage with, then that engagement is what will allow the algorithm to say, okay, this is content that people want. Let's get it into more people's hands. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now. If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, guys? Jamie Eckerton back again with the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement podcast. I'm, I, I say this every episode, but I am really, really, really excited for this episode because in the last couple of episodes, we've been digging deep into the secrets behind you know, a great Facebook group, how to get your audience to like and trust you, and really uncovering what it takes to get real, true engagement with your fans. And uh, I think Chantel is just dropping knowledge bombs on us, left, right, and center. Chantel, welcome back to the podcast. Are you excited? Jamie, thank you so much. I am. I'm excited. Third, you know, third episode, and I can't wait to share a little bit more with your group, um, you know, with your listeners about Facebook groups. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So in the last episode, we were digging into engagement, how it's so important, and some of the amazing tips, including a little secret tip about how to actually target inside your Facebook group. If you missed that, you'll have to go back to the last episode and listen in. And I would listen intently because I think that's awesome. Now, Chantel, in this episode, we want to go into a little bit about as well about how you can manage your time and not really do more than, you said 15 minutes a day, right? That you're putting into your Facebook group. I did. And I get so many people that are like, there's no way you can have such a highly engaged Facebook group and, and put so little time into it. Um, I am the only admin in my group. I don't have other people that I have to have do it for me. And like I said, I, I literally like 15 minutes is probably a stretch. I probably spend less than that on most days. Well, I'm definitely interested to find out a little bit more than that. So, but first, before we get into the time management and how you get on top of that, have you got some more tips to share on engagement? So let's just say we're painting the picture. They've started the group. They, they know they're getting their perfect audience because they're asking the right questions up front. They're encouraging people to go into the group and comment with the questions. And they've got that awesome welcome video that gets people excited about getting started in the group. So what are some next steps and other tips for engagement that people can start to implement in their groups? So this is really important. It's going gonna, it's gonna to talk to you about time and engagement. We're going to kind of be able to meld the two together. So here's the thing. If you are in an existing Facebook group, um, you probably 
are going to resonate with this. You're going to know what I'm talking about here. There are the majority of groups on Facebook. You have the same few people that are constantly posting. It's always like five people <laughs> that comment, engage. The admin is constantly posting and it ends up becoming this background noise because they're posting the same thing all the time, right? Hey guys, it's, um, it's mashup Monday. It's try it Tuesday. It's winning Wednesday. And it's the same freaking post every single week. And it just becomes noise. And you're like, oh, there's Sarah posting in her group again. I, okay, whatever. I don't even need to go look at that. Or maybe you click it just out of curiosity. I have to clear out my notifications. I'm a clicker. So I'll <laughs> click it. But it's like I literally like glance at it and I'm like, oh yeah, it's positive Monday again. Okay, I'm out. Like, <laughs> because it's the same thing all the time, every single day of the week. And it's exhausting. And you're like, I'm just not interested. And you'll start to notice in those groups, those posts get so little engagement. That group is just crickets. Mm -hmm. So here's what we do differently. You're going to make just two posts per week. <laughs> your first post is going to be your, what I call like your uplifting positivity engagement post of the week. Okay. So for me inside my group, it's positive Monday. If you're doing a workout group, it might be work it Wednesday, right? I, like I said earlier, you're not doing one every day. Pick one day. And so for me on Positive Monday, I say to my group, hey guys, it's Positive Monday. Share something great that happened this past week. And then I hashtag it, small steps, giant leaps. Now you pick a hashtag that's going to resonate with your group. Again, if, if it's workouts, it might be like, I don't know, um, you, you might do something that's like hashtag, um, weightlifting rocks. I don't know. Right. But like you want that hashtag to be searchable within the group, something that you're going to hashtag every single time. And you only do that, that one day a week, you only post it. And I'm going to recommend that you don't make a graphic for it. Like physically type it out every week. It's not that big of a deal. Just type it out, type out your hashtag, right. And post that. And what's great is that people absolutely love to share something amazing that happened in their week. And other people like to read about something cool happening because these people are all going through the same challenges. They're all going through the same experience. You already narrowed that target audience. And so when you can do that, they're like, oh my God, somebody else had that. You're making what seems small to other people, this really big, exciting event. And I get people that actually tell me they look forward to Positive Monday. There's been the occasion where I've been, I have a reminder set in my phone um, every single Monday to remind me at 9am to post Positive Monday so I don't forget. <laughs> but I've had people where like, if I'm traveling out of the country, when I was in Australia, I'm like 18 hour time difference. So that reminder is not quite <laughs> lining up right. I totally spaced on Positive Monday and one of my other group members posted it for me because they love Positive Monday so much. So that is your first one and it drives a lot of engagement. It builds friendships with, amongst people. People comment to each other. It's great. You can even, you know, later in the week if you want to, um, you could add a third post and you, could, you can highlight, you know, some great, oh, here's the great pieces of Positive Monday I saw. Like you can do that, you know, whatever. And then the second post that you will have, because I said we're going to post twice, the second one is that you're going to go live once a week. Again, if you're not a video person, I really don't have any sympathy for you. Suck it up and go live. And this is the best way to build this know, like, and trust. You want people to know who you are. You want to show your face. You want them to hear your voice. You want them to know who you are. And the more you do it, the better you will get. Go live once a week and, and be consistent. Pick a day and time that works for you. Okay? I see this question all the time. People say, oh, what's the best day or the best time to go live on Facebook? If you want to be consistent about it, 
the best day and the best time to go live is when you can consistently do it at the exact same day, at the exact same time. I don't care if that's two o'clock in the morning on a Sunday and you think nobody in your niche would possibly be on Facebook at that time. That's the time that works for you. Choose that time. And you're going to put that in your group description. You're going to say every, so for me, every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I go live. Now they know. And people will start to hop on. They'll start to mark that in their calendar. Or they'll start to know and they'll make time for it because they're excited to be a part of it. Now, people always say, well, what do I talk about in my live? You can do two things. You can look through the group and usually there's a trending topic of the week. I don't know why it happens or how it happens, but it always happens. There's like a common theme for the week. So you can talk about that or you can do a Q&A. If you have nothing to talk about, pre-plan a couple of questions based on what some group members had posted and then start with those in case nobody's on and then you can open it up if anybody's on and has additional questions. Mm, I like that. And what's interesting is I know in certainly within our niche within entrepreneurship, you know, I thought it would be a really good idea to go in and, and sort of do live trainings and do teach it, you know, teach something and stuff like that. But sometimes those can be very long. You know, we did one the other week, which was a mastermind between three or four of us and we were there for three hours. So would you say that it's actually better to do short lives or is it better to do these big, long, uh, you know, live trainings and engagements? I mean, what do you think, Chantal? I think it depends on what your topic is on. Um, obviously it depends on the group you're talking to, but I would say if you're going to do something like, like you talked about that, that went for three hours, you had multiple people on, you know, like a teaching experience, you probably want to move that over to a webinar format. Go ahead and invite your group members, let them know, hey, there's going to be this special webinar, web class, however you want to call it, that I'm doing just for our group members. I'm not doing it publicly. It's just for you guys, but it's over here, right? Go ahead and move them over to that. For a live within the group, you do want to try and keep it a little bit shorter. Not to say that mine haven't gone 30 to 45 minutes. Q&A ones always tend to go longer because I am answering questions. But that also, people are watching more because they, they want to be part of it. They want to, you know, they're asking questions. They want their question answered. They want to know if somebody else asked a question they were going to ask. So that can go a little bit longer. If you are just teaching on a topic, if you've, you know, looked at that trending topic for the week and you're like, cool, I'm going to teach on this, I would say try and keep it 10 to 15 minutes. Um, people don't have a lot of time these days to just spend on Facebook. So, um, you know, if you are going to go long and it's not going to be Q&A, I would move it to that webinar format. Um, where people expect it to be a little bit longer at that point. I'm with you. And because you keep it shorter, more people are going to be engaged. They're not going to get that expectation. Oh my God, is he going to talk for hours? So they're more likely to get on the next one as well. Yeah. And, and just to kind of touch on that, I get a lot of people that say, well, the way, you know, some people teach the way that the Facebook algorithm works is that like, if you do a really long one, you have a longer chance for people to pop in and comment and like and stuff like that. And that's true. If you do a really long one, you do have more time for people to hop on, but that doesn't actually drive the engagement. It actually kills the engagement. Mm -hmm. So what's better is if you have a short, really great live people that people engage with, then that engagement is what will allow the algorithm to say, okay, this is content that people want. Let's get it into more people's hands. If you have a 90 minute video and everyone falls off five minutes in, Facebook's not going to show it to people because they're going to be like, nobody's interested. It was people only watched 3% of this video. If you have a five minute video and most people watch four and a half minutes, Facebook's like, wow, they loved this because they watched 94%. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I think sometimes when we're, we get in this value mode, we feel like we need to give more, but actually giving more in a short space of time is actually going to do wonders for everybody, right? Good for Facebook, good for the people who are in the group. 
A hundred percent. And it's what I do. It's funny. It's what I do in my courses as well. So anyone that has a course, um, like I have a course on this, on, on how to grow a highly engaged Facebook group called the culture method. And if you go in that course, there are not hour long videos in there. It's like five to 10 minutes a piece. Cause who wants to watch an hour long video? And in addition, if you're going for that long, you are spanning multiple ideas and multiple topics at that point. Instead, cut your content down and be highly focused on what that one thing is that you want them to get out of that live or out of that video. So when you're inside my course, it's like, cool, here's the one thing that you're going to learn in this video. And one thing only ever takes like between five and 15 minutes to explain. If it takes you longer than that, you're not doing it right. I love that. That makes it so much simpler to understand that as well. So we talked a little bit more about engagement. I feel like we know what to do now, right? It's one uplifting post a week, get a ton of people talking about their wins, really positive. And that goes back to the no negative mindset rules, right? And then you have the, you have the live once a week where you go into that topic and that discussion. So that doesn't sound like a lot of work in itself. But what about the rest of the stuff? How do you keep on top with just 15 minutes a day? Because there's a whole bunch of posts going on. People are commenting. You know, you might want to make sure that you're getting involved with the conversation. How, how do you manage that? So this is my other secret. And again, I feel like I'm giving away <laughs> like the keys of the kingdom, gold. And it's so, <laughs> it's so simple when I tell people this. They're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. But when you don't know, you don't know. Okay. So here it is in all of its glory. The best way to stay on top of all of the posts inside of your group to reduce the amount of time that you spend inside of your group and to build you up into this, what I call celebrity status, where people are like, Oh my God, Chantel commented on my post. Chantel liked my post. She, Oh my gosh. Like I'm excited, right? You guys all have that person that you look up to as a celebrity, like in the, in the funnel world, it's Russell Brunson. If you're in the funnel world, like if you make a post in his group and he likes it or comments, you're like, oh my God, Russell Brunson commented on my post. I'm so special, right? So you want that for yourself. How do you do that? You do that. And I kind of hinted at this earlier. When you set up your group, you want to not make, not only make sure that you are approving all the members, but you want to set it so that you have to approve all the posts. Now, when I say this to people, they're like, oh my God, that sounds like a lot of work. And it sounds like a lot of work, but when we do this right, it's not a lot of work and it actually saves us so much work on the back end. So the reason why we want to be approving all of our posts is that this is a one touch thing. You open your, whenever you have time, you go to your group and it'll be like, there's 20 posts waiting for your approval. And you click and you read the post, which you, you want to do this anyway, because you want to I mean, for me, like vaccination posts and political posts, they're not allowed in my group because that's just going to spark negativity. So go ahead, you know, could be somebody trying to sell something. I get that it's in your group rules. Don't even try and remind, like it's not worth your headache to remind people, to punish people. Just delete the post, move on, right? So you're already saving yourself, your group, you're, you're protecting your group by approving and disapproving the right post. But you just read that post. Now, if you have absolutely anything to contribute before you go to the next post, Go click on your group and go comment on the post. Here's what's cool. You're the very first comment. You have the admin badge. You just approve that post and that person feels so damn special that you, this busy admin that knows so much stuff because this is your group, commented, not only commented, but was like one of the first comments on their post. It makes you seem amazing. It saves you so much time. All you do is you read it once. You're like, okay, cool. Got what that said. Now you go comment. You don't have to go look for that post and post in Facebook groups. Like the one with the most comments goes to the top. So if you were trying, if you just approve them all and then you go try to find them later, that's a pain in the butt. <laughs> it's so hard to find which one was posted today. 
So just do it all at once. You approve, you go comment, you, you come back, you go approve the next post, you go comment. I'm telling you, it takes you less than 15 minutes and it makes you so cool to the people inside your group. So just to confirm, you'll literally do it one post by one. So if there's 20 pending posts, you click one, you go find it, you comment on it, and then you come back and do the next one. Yeah, so what you'll do, like a lot of times I'm doing it from my phone. Um, if you're doing it from your phone, you'll like go into your group, it'll show you there's all these pending posts, you click that. It's gonna open up all the pending posts. You're gonna read that first post. You're gonna approve or disapprove. If you approve that post, now at the top is like, it'll say your group name. You click on that, it's gonna take you to a group, pull down, like swipe down on the page to refresh the page. And that will be the first post that comes up because it literally just got approved. So it's the top post and then you just go comment. And then you can just click on, you know, the next set of posts and you go approve the next post. It sounds like a lot of work, this will save you so much time and it will build so much trust and like and love and cult, like culture within your group. I love that. I love that. And just really quickly, and I think we've covered so much value and, and uh, I'm blown away by all the stuff that we've learned. Going back to originally, if people are starting like you were when they started from zero and don't have anybody to follow, what tips have you got to get people in the group in the first place? That's a great one. And so inside the culture method, I actually teach um, both organic and paid, you know, to get groups or to get people into your group. Um, so if we're talking organic, organic is free, right? How do we get people into our group without having to pay for them? Um, so organic free, kind of the same thing. What I did is I actually, like I had said in um, the first of these episodes was I was in other Facebook groups that were part, like my niche audience hung out in those groups as well. Um, but there were things that weren't the same about those groups. I was a little bit different. I asked those admins if I could share my group. Now, because it's not the exact same, I'm not stealing their audience. So you also want to like, you want to make sure that you've asked admin approval and then and then that you, you know, that you're not stealing their audience, that your group is not a mimic, but it's kind of like dream 100. And I don't know, Jamie, if you've talked to your podcasters about dream 100, it's that same idea. I love this because this is a topic that we're going to be talking about soon, but we haven't just yet. So that's a good little teaser there. <laughs> well, good. well, then I won't dive into it too deeply, but I want, you know, like make sure when, when that podcast episode launches, you guys listen to the dream 100, cause that's what we're going to be doing. Um, but with their group. So the, the overlying concept, and you're going to need that podcast because Dream 100 is really important. But the overlying concept is that someone that is your Dream 100 is someone that you would share an avatar, you would share an audience with, but you are not in competition. Now, that's not going to make a sense. Like, that's a hard one to grasp for a lot of people. So, again, listen to that episode when it launches. But you're going to find those types of groups, those groups that have your audience in them, but you're not the same group. And then you ask for permission to be able to share your group. And I get people that in my group say, oh, well, I'm starting a special needs group just for parents who have kids with autism in this small little town I live in. Can I share my group inside your group? Yeah, sure. Have fun. Like, I don't care. Good. Go for it. They're not stealing my members, right? Like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. So you can do that. You can get a lot of organic that way. You're going to want to pull, you know, organically from your business page. If you've got a business page with a lot of likes on it already, start posting your group there. Um, you know, things like that. If there's forums that are outside of Facebook, anything like that, if you've got a list, you know, send it to your list, like invite people to the group. Do not <laughs> let people join your group by sending them a link that gives them the option to join your group. Do not go into the group invite and add every single person you know. Or oh, I hate that. I hate that so much when people we do all that, hate to that. In fact, when I get somebody that does that to me, I don't care if it's like the coolest group and it's totally what I would have loved. I don't join your group. 
I'm like, how do I get out? I don't want to be here. It's so annoying. And Facebook has gotten to the point that Facebook doesn't like it either. So if you actually have people that you've invited, but they, there's like a 60, uh, 60 day window. If they don't engage, they fall off. Facebook removes them automatically. And so you're not even benefiting yourself. Let people decide if they want to be a part of your group or not, but give them the opportunity. So that's the organic side. You can post it in your main profile, however you want to do that. The other way is through very inexpensive Facebook advertising. And that's what I did. And I'm not going to go into that because it could get really complicated on a podcast. <laughs> and it is inside um, of the culture method, how to actually set up and run the ad. But if you know how to run an ad on Facebook, um, you know, you can do a very inexpensive, like $5 a day. And you really only need to do it um, for a few weeks. So I actually, when I started my group, I did organic and paid. Um, and I ran that, that for a couple of weeks and I would turn it off and I ran the paid again for a couple of weeks and I would turn it off. Um, the, the post that I ran it from has had over a hundred thousand views. Um, it get, it's like 30% organic, which means that even though I paid for it, Facebook, it had such good, um, engagement on that post that Facebook then shows it for free to people as well. So that's cool. And people share it. So you get tons of organic that way. And then what's the super secret, amazing thing. If you do all of this, right. And you have a highly engaged Facebook group. This is what I will leave you all with. And why this is like the biggest why, if you did not pay attention to the previous two episodes or this one, you need to go back and listen. If you have a highly active and engaged Facebook group and you are clear on who that audience is so that Facebook knows, because Facebook knows a lot about us, get over it, <laughs> Facebook knows a lot about you. If you are clear on that, Facebook will actually advertise your group for free to people that should join your group. So what happens is, have you guys ever seen where it says like suggested groups inside your, your right column timeline or if you're on your mobile, just in your main timeline, it's like you might like this group, okay? That's not an ad. That is Facebook saying, hey, I noticed that you fit this audience. This is a really cool group that we actually like that we would like to invite you to join. I get so many members and I ask like, how did you find my group? And they're like, oh, it was in my newsfeed. I'm not running any ads, you guys. I'm not running any ads right now. And I get people that are constantly joining my group, not because they were invited by somebody else, but because Facebook basically paid to run an ad for me. That's crazy, right? <laughs> it's so amazing. Oh my God, that's fantastic. Chantal, I cannot thank you enough. The value you've dropped in these last three episodes has been insane. And what I really want to do is for people to want to, uh, for anybody that's listening to this and they're like, I just need more. I want to learn more about this. Is there, where's the best place for them to go to find out more information about everything you're doing with the culture method? Yes, for sure. Um, I, so I have, um, I've got the guide, I've got a webinar on it that's going to give you some more in-depth stuff. And then, like I said, if you're, inter the, if you're interested, there's also a whole course that actually really deep walks you through, you know, shows you how to do all of this stuff, how to set it up right, um, all of that. And then that comes with a group. So you have access to me if you have questions. So um, you can go to ChantalTurner.com slash TCM standing for the culture method. So TCM and then dash reg reg. And I'll go ahead and give you that link, Jamie, as well, in case you've got show notes, you can add it too. Um, but just chantelturner.com slash TCM dash reg. And you'll be able to, you know, go ahead and watch um, that web class. You'll be able to get the ebook that has a ton of value in there. I think Jamie, you actually went through that ebook. So you, you can talk to that a little bit and then you'll also be able to check out the culture method. Yeah. I actually love that ebook because it's so concise and it just gives you those tips and, and some of the stuff you've actually talked about in this episode. If people want to go out and check that ebook out, 
and, and kind of have a condensed guide that they can refer to of, yep, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, yeah, and, and almost have a checklist, that ebook is the first place that you just, you know, you should stop by. Um, so that's fantastic. And I'll, I'll drop that link again, Chantel, in the, in the outro to this episode and down in the show notes. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, if people want to find you personally, where's the best place to go? Yeah, um, the best place to find me is probably on Facebook. Um, just, you know, look me up, Chantel Page Turner <laughs> on Facebook. So you can find me there and connect with me. Um, I highly suggest if you plan to send me a friend request, you should send me a message as well because I have literally like 150 waiting friend requests because I get them all the time and I just don't accept people that can't even take a second to say hello. <laughs> so that is my that is my Facebook friend request tip there. Um, and then, yeah, if you do have a child with special needs, I know you're out there. There are definitely a lot of parents who have kids with special needs. I highly welcome you to find me, strongermommy.com, um, strongermommy on Facebook, <laughs> strongermommies, the plural, if you want to join the Facebook group. So you can definitely find me that way as well. That's amazing. Chantel, thanks so much for being on the show and good luck with everything you're doing in the future. Thanks so much for having me, Jamie. I really appreciate it. Okay, awesome. Cool, good. That was really cool. That was really cool. Um, yeah, I'm thinking like... Um, for uh i'll put in like an outro i'll, I'll put that uh, url for you again just so people can go and check it out um yeah and, and hopefully because the the plan with this podcast is we're going to try and blow it up as quickly as we can and, and kind of integrate it with the facebook group so hopefully um the we're doing two episodes a week that we're putting out and we've got about 25 episodes mapped out already so i think this episode is going to come out either towards the end of april or maybe the start or middle of may um so i'll kind of shoot you across when that's kind of happening um yeah and hopefully if we get enough traffic we can get some people going buying that course for you that'll be awesome um yeah thanks so much is there anything else you want to chat about or all good no i think i'm good thanks I'm so much that was so valuable you gave away so much and and that's going to help me a lot with my own facebook group as well so my pleasure if you ever have any questions hit me up let me know always happy to help 100%. Thanks so much, Chantal. It was awesome. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. And en enjoy Bali. Jealous. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah, we're going to make the most of it. So, and I'll start doing videos then. So, <laughs> it'll all, it'll be doing proper video interviews rather than just doing the old audio instead. So, <laughs> I just want to go to Bali. Yeah, me, me too. We've been wanting to go for a long time. So, I'm real excited. Very cool. All right. Well, you have a good one. You too. Take care, Chantal. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the last episode. And I just want to let you know that we're doing an amazing competition for you guys. It's called the four for four competition. Four amazing entrepreneurs have sponsored this podcast for the next month and a half. And they're doing it to give you guys access to their flagship courses completely for free. There's going to be four lucky winners who are going to get access to four powerful courses from some of the best online entrepreneurs out there. You have Doug Bowton, who's giving away his highly sought after sales funnel mastery course. You've got Shanta. Chantel Turner is giving away her engagement driving culture method course. You have Wendy Hart, who's giving away her mind bending procrastination cure course. And Samantha Brown, who's giving away her double your tribe challenge. These are four amazing courses, which are all worth a combined total of over $2,500. And we're giving it away to you guys for free. All you have to do to be in with a chance of winning this competition is to scroll down on the podcast page, leave a rating and review, and just screenshot your review just before you publish it and email 
email it to jamie at entrepreneurjunkie.co. Competitions are going to be ending on June the 30th. Make sure you get your entries in, guys. And if you've already left a rating or review on the podcast, just screenshot your podcast review and we'll still enter you into the competition. Make sure you guys enter before this competition goes away. There's going to be four lucky winners. You don't want to miss this, guys. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.